Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Our directors from uh, Project Down and Dirty Film Fest, they sent us all of our out- outtakes. They sent us all these behind the scenes um, photos from our shoot at the Nook. Um, Ranham Bowling, which is below the, the Nook in St. Paul. Wow, they, they really captured a lot of really fun stuff. We're going to have to share this at some point. I don't know how. Your thoughts? I reached out to them uh, for them to get us a, a version that we can post online. Love it. So just keep your eyes peeled on my, my talk social this weekend. Maybe today, maybe tomorrow. See if we can get up. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Talk real slow at the beginning. Speed it up at the end. Give me a beat. <laughs> Time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. All right. Well, I don't know where to begin. So I want to s- hear the Nickelback song. Can we start with that? All right. Nickelback sure. has a new song. Now, there, there's some stuff that people are saying about Nickelback. Like, it's really just drawing from other Artists, I guess. Let's just listen to it and we'll let's just workshop it. It is. So it's just basically a bunch of 80s references. Star 69. And then the other stuff. Prank calls. All (laughs) that. Yeah. It's like purple rain. Making mixtapes. It's an, you know, here's the thing. There, that will work for Nickelback. That will work for <laughs> yeah. their audience because it. Listen, if you were hanging out at some dive bar and that song came on and you were with your buddies that you got a history with, you know, it kind of it would ring the nostalgic bells. Yes. Yeah. So all right, mm, yeah. all right. Lauren Hill has you know the best like back in the day song, which is oh. what. Um, isn't it back in the day? Oh, or, uh, it's on her the miseducation of oh, Lauren Hill. Of that incredible. But she talks about like... ta- you know taking it back. It's 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 great. It's it's kind of the only one that I think of. I listened to the song "Men in Black" by Will Smith on the way into work today. Oh really? And that took me back to like 1996. Was it when it came out? And oh gosh, every time that song starts, I feel like I'm transported. Really? To Springdale, Pennsylvania. Oh, how sweet. Aww. Thank you, Tenna. Uh, you. 
Thanks for sharing that. I guess I'm vulnerable. <laughs> and they say that like the more you share with your audience, the more you connect with them. <laughs> Charlie Puth has a new uh, album out. I think it's called Charlie. Uh, is it called Charlie? Charlie. 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 What do you Mary? want, Charlie? You want the moon, Charlie? Um, Charlie, be quiet. Oh. Do you want to hear a little sampling of Charlie? Sure. Thanks, man. Put my heart on display. Super cute. Oh, he's great. His voice is so great. Poppy. It's great. He yeah, he's cool. love it. Great pop songs. He's great. a pretty uh he's a pretty fun follow on the old TikTok. Is he really? Yeah, he just uh, he's like, hey, check it out. Here I'm working on this song. What do you think of this? Boom, and then he'll just do stuff like that. That was a good description. <laughs> and he's super cute too. I mean, that guy, Tom. right? He's tall, he's handsome, the girls love him. What a babe. Well, all right, let's find out how old fine. Charlie Puth is. Oh, he's just probably to make like sure 26 that, or something like okay, that. Okay, for you to be saying all this. Okay. Uh, he's 30. Say. He's 30. Okay. Yeah. 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 What are you going to make it a What am I going to do? All right, Blake Shelton. Okay, this is very fitting. Blake Shelton just launched a clothing collection at Land's End. And it's pretty Blake Shelton. I think we have audio of him uh, mm-hmm. describing or talking about it. It's going to shock you a little bit, but thanks to Land's End these days, I'm a fashion designer. <laughs> fashion for folks who want to look good and feel comfortable. Now, I know what you're thinking. Blake, aren't you the guy that wears pretty much the same thing every day? Yes, I am. <laughs> Come here. But I guess that's kind of the point. We wanted to make some clothes that you're going to want to wear again and again and again. Okay. You just need to buy one outfit. Great. They're really, oh, he's got a dress in there. I have this dress. It's like a plaid dress. It almost looks like a robe for women. There, a lot of plaid, a lot of camo. He's got a camo bed for dogs. Oh. A camo bag. Like uh, It's like a cooler tote. It's very... Blake Shelton for sure. I mean, I, I think that's a good is partnership. Is like country hip looking? Is, or is it just, you know, like hip. no one's watching you and you just went out in the woods to duck hunt? Pretty. No, it's, 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 it's trendy. elevated, I think. Yeah. Okay. It's, I like the hat. There's a ball cap in there that's really nice. Um, maybe we'll link this up for everybody so you could take a look, but it's uh, Blake Shelton's collection at Land's End. Thank you. Good night. Yeah, it's it's cool. Yeah, it's fine. It's cool. There was a song that really takes me back to my childhood. Oh boy, we're going back there. <sighs> no, we're not going to do it. It's fine. You want to do it? I don't. Well, then let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, did you put something in the? I'm grid about again? to. Okay. I'm about to. What up, Chris? Not that song. Although I loved Crisscross, they were huge. All right, I just put it in there. Little YouTube. There's a guy named Sammy. I think he had one song exactly. S A M M I E. And he had this song called I Like It. And he's like, I don't know, maybe 11 or 12. And he's singing this. And I was like, man, he looks cool. And I was probably like 14 or 15 when this came out. Oh gosh, maybe older. But I was like, this guy's got game. What's his problem? This song is Sorry, awesome. Sorry, watch ad. And it's okay. making me feel really good. Here it is. Oh, yeah. He's cool looking. I like this guy. Yeah, what, what year did this song come out? I like it. 87? No, not 87. It's going to be like 2001 or something oh, like 99? that. 99? 2000. All right.
I Like It by Sammy. Now, listen, it started like this, and it was fine. Now, scroll forward about 30 seconds. 1999, actually, it came out. Okay. So, wait, but then it picks up, okay? So, I was watching the music video. I was like, oh, this is fun. This is cool. This is Sammy. And then it breaks down. Is that him today? Yeah, he's got a big, long beard. Here we go. You know, when I hear things in reverse, I'm like, what was happening in my childhood? You know how old I I was turning 17, and I was looking at this kid who's probably like 12, like, how's he do it with the ladies? <laughs> I mean, oh, my God. Well, today, I bet he's doing really great with the ladies, because that is a good-looking man. Donna. What? He's very handsome. He's hey. all tatted up. That's your type right there. I like tats. When we come back. I love lamp. We have a couple of dog stories. There is a restaurant uh, for dogs that should be closed immediately. And then I, I got a tip for anybody out there whose dogs like bully sticks. Oh, sure. But if you feel, you know, they're a choking hazard. They can be a choking and digestion hazard. I would never give that to my dog unless I were home. You know, like I wouldn't give it to him on my way out the door. Sure. Well, yeah. I got something that could change that. We'll oh. tell you about it when we return. Oh. It's Don and Steve on my talk. Hey, good morning. Welcome back, you guys. Appreciate you listening to the Donna and Steve experience on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Where Don McLean is hanging with us. The hey, whole show. Hey, Don. Hello. Hi, girl. Having the time of your life? I am. Is it fun to work like six hour on air shifts? I, guys, it's no big deal. Hey, Don. Don't make such a big deal about it. I don't. I did it for nine months during the pandemic, and no one was here except for Holly and Amy and I. Yeah. That was, I was here. Oh, you were? Yeah. I wasn't. Steve wasn't. Um, I would like to now, could you kill the music entirely? Because I'm going to open a can. <clears throat> this is like old. A fully artist. Exactly. Exactly. For anyone who appreciates how sound effects got made, I'm opening a Bang Energy Drink Black Cherry Vanilla. Here we go. Oh, that's like ASMR. Here, wait. Oh, God. He's going to make us both mad. All right. That's it. Time for dog food. You talked news. over it, I think. All right. Welcome to Donna and Steve's. Can I interest you in some food news today? Yummy! Yeah, girl. America's first gourmet restaurant for dogs just opened. No. No. It's called Dog. But it's as if a (laughs) snooty French person said it because it's spelled D-O-G-U-E. Doug. Doug. Bonjour, je m'appelle. It's in San Francisco. Of course. Uh, the name of it is the French word for Mastiff. It's called dog, like I said, but it's spelled different. And it opened on September 25th. It only serves dogs. Okay. Well, it serves dog food, but not normal dog food. The founder is a classically trained French chef. I and think it, a cat in there, not, they're not going to serve my cat. I don't think a so. close minded, but whatever. He and his wife opened a doggy daycare in 2015. They started selling their clients homemade uh, dog food uh, that he cooked up. So that's how the idea got started. I saw Martha Stewart, by the way. Um, she's got a dog food recipe, and she had like 20 containers of freshly made dog food. Mm-hmm. Um, so... All of the restaurant's food is human grade, just so you know. And okay. During the week, it operates as a patisserie oh. that sells small but elaborate pasty treats. Uh, I said pasty. I meant pastry. <laughs> <laughs> for $5 each. 
They also sell dogachinos. Oh, cute. Like a puppuccino. Yeah. Thanks, Steve. How about tarts? Nice. Oh, Dawn, I like that. On Sundays, they do a three-course tasting menu for $75. What? It includes things like green-lipped mussels okay. with wheatgrass. Okay. Bra filet menu. No, say it. Mignon. Mignon. Try it again. You're ordering it at a restaurant. Filet mignon. Okay, that was good. Mignon. I no, 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 I think it's like Mignon. Mignon. It's like Cabernet Sauvignon. I'll just have your Sauvignon Blanc. Okay, so they sell, they, they sell this raw filet mignon with fermented cabbage and a quail egg on top. I have a question. Ooh. Well, first of all, I have a couple thoughts. Um, first of all, it looks like... It, it looks like a dollop of food. Okay, you're Yeah, that's what happens at fancy restaurants. Oh, no. First of all, I like it when rich people fall for stupid stuff. I love Applebee's. <laughs> rich people oh. are going to go here with their dogs that are obnoxious and have stupid names, and they're going to eat the food, and they're going to spend the 75 bucks in gratuity. They're out 100 bucks. Fine, whatever. Oh, I, I took Jeeves out tonight. Okay, you get that. You want to pay for a lot? You can Bear in mind, this thing licks its own butt. But if you want to take it to a gourmet restaurant, who am I to stop you? Okay. Mm. I have a quite, I have raw steaks in my uh, fridge that I totally forgot about. This is such a bummer. Four New York strip steaks. Oh. And it was use or freeze by October 6th. No one in the house wants to roll the dice. My question is. Oh, it's fine. It was frozen. No, no, it wasn't no. frozen. It, it was, was refrigerated, oh, and it says use I or freeze by. Okay, yeah, I would. I would what a bummer! My question is, what about my dog? Could I put one of those oh, steaks yeah. in his oh, bowl? Oh yeah, I would. Oh, you think yes. so? Oh, yeah. yeah. What's his name? Winslow. Rex. 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 Now I got something for all the dog owners out there, because I'm a man of the people. Your dog likes bully sticks. I know that he or she does, because all dogs do. Bully sticks. I found out when I got a dog. Uh, are a bit of a choking hazard. They can be a choking hazard because they'll get down to, and it is a dried bull penis, and, we just, and we're just going to say it and move on. They call it pizzle, but that is a euphemism for what I just said. They love to chew on these things, and they're hard. It's kind of like a bone, but it's safer than rawhide. But at the end, if it's a six-inch pizzle or if it's like a 12-inch bully stick, at the very bottom, they'll try to just swallow the whole thing, and then it can get lodged. And that can be a real problem. You have to go to the vet. It's an emergency situation, whatever. Well, I used uh, a holder before. I think I found the best holder I've ever found for a bully stick. Got it on Amazon. It's called the Go Sports. That's the brand. Chew Champ Chew Champ Bully Stick Holder for Dogs. It is this red plastic bone. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And essentially one part of the bone screws out and then you put you put the bully stick down in this little hole that as you screw out the bone, uh, unscrew the bone, it opens this opening, put the bully stick in, then you screw that part of the bone back on, and here's what's great. And it tightens it, so it, it holds it in it. place. So it will not uh, be able to swallow the little nub at the end. And here's what's great. If you're thinking, oh, but then they're not going to get that last inch of it. Is it going to go quicker? Rex worked on this thing for over an hour last night. And then again this morning, just the little nubbin was still in there. And he's still chewing at the bone, licking it. And it's easy how the bone is structured for them to be able to hold the bone down with one paw and chew on the other. You look, per usual, skeptical. I, I, My dog does not understand the concept of a bone. He doesn't need to. He wants to... No, he, you know those like minty things that you could give your dog and they just yeah, so you could chew on yeah. them for his teeth and it helps. He will bite it and chew it and eat it. He doesn't gnaw at it. He eats it like he's eating a dog biscuit. I think he's going to do okay with this one. These things are $20. Um, you can get a, a small one or a big one, for, depending on your dog's size. I think it's good because if you put a bully stick in there, and by the way, bonus... I did try an odor-free bully stick because bully sticks smell as I described them. I mean, they smell <laughs> truly, truly terrible. They're very disgusting. Uh, like, ugh, get this you, thing away from me. I'll tell you real quick the uh, the brand that I got. It's called Pawstruck, P-A-W-S-T-R-U-C-K. Pawstruck bully sticks, odor-free. And I was worried if it doesn't have the same scent, is Rex going to go as crazy for it? Like I said, it just occupied him for well over an hour. You couldn't smell it. It wasn't like, oh, oh gosh, great. is there a bully stick out? So Nice. Paw if only struck. they had something for kids like that. Am I right? <laughs> Donna, what a funny you thing know, to add on to the end hour, of the story. An hour. Just give me an hour. Thanks. When we come back, we're going to play a game. It's called the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. We'd love it if you would play, but only one of you. 651-641-1071. Call now. You can bet on me or Donna. Bet on the right person. You'll win a prize. We are playing a game on this Happy Friday next. Hey, guys. All right, we're back. It's Donna and Steve. You're listening to My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. We got our caller on the line, so let's play a little game. Time to go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host. DJ Rock Lobster. Lobster. I want to see how smart you are. College of Pop Culture Knowledge, and uh, we play this every day here on the Don and Steve Show. If you've just just joined us for the first time, 10.30 Central Time, anywhere around the world that you listen. We have Stephanie on the phone with us. Hi, Stephanie. Hi, kids. How are you? Hi. Oh, my gosh. You sound well. What time did you get up today? Um, Eight. Wow. A little late, but uh, what? I know. What, I know. I know. I, I, well, oh, no, she sounded gosh. so chipper. I thought she was going to be like, "I've been up since four, and I I made a quilt." <laughs> you know, um, what's going on in your day? What's coming up after the game? I'm not sure. I, I'm I was going to take the dogs for a walk, but it looks like I'd have to put on a, a snowsuit. Oh, um, 
I might just spend the rest of the day crocheting. You never know. Oh, oh that's God, cute. Oh. You know, listen, we don't want to overstep our bounds, but um, if you ever wanted to crochet something for us, I feel like probably a scarf would be best. Steve, what, <laughs> what are you doing? I a... would be honored. Oh, see, Donna? Oh, wow. And then I could wear Stephanie's scarf all around town. A little promo. A little promo, absolutely. All right, all right. you guys. Um, well, Stephanie... You and me, we're buddies. You hardly even know Donna. Do you want to team up with me or that stranger <laughs> right. for the College of Pop Culture Knowledge? Maybe I should give her the, um, oh, the yeah, category sorry. first so she can make an informed decision. Sure. All right, Stephanie. The category is movies that take place at a cabin in the woods. Oh, oh, oh gosh. Oh, wow. um, golly. Um, let's go. Ooh, let's go with Steve. Donna, okay. take a hike. No, Donna. I don't want to. You have okay. to get your steps in. You can't fire me. No, no, you have to leave. Hey, will you get me a cup of coffee? We don't know where the coffee is. Okay. Yeah, she wants coffee. Don, I went downstairs. Do you want me to go get you a Bang Energy drink? This sucker's got 300 milligrams of caffeine. I'll is go down next break. zero calories? Zero. Okay. All right, well, let's get back to Stephanie here. Maybe. A lot of B12, too, Don. You're okay. going to love this. <laughs> well, I do want to sleep at some point in my life. You so. will, Monday. Oh. <laughs> Okay. All right. Here we go. Once again, the category is movies that take place at a cabin in the woods. Uh, I think he probably picked this because he is in a cabin in the woods right now. Rocco is. So, all right. The question, I will start the timer after I start the first question. And Stephanie, just hang tight while he's answering. We'll get your opinion after he ends. Okay. Okay. All right. Here we go. Number one, John Hughes wrote and produced this 1988 film starring John Candy as a Chicago man who brings his family to go camping with his obnoxious brother-in-law, Dan Aykroyd. Okay, I totally know this movie. It's very funny. Pass for now. Okay. Two, 1990, James Conn. The Great Outdoors. Okay, that you want that to be the second one? First, first one. one. Okay. Second one, 1990, James Conn plays a famous author rescued and then tortured by Kathy Bates, one of his biggest fans. I'm going to come back to that one. I know okay, that one all right. In 2015, Tarantino directs Kurt Russell stars. In the dead of Wyoming winter, a bounty hunter and his prisoner find shelter in a cabin currently inhabited by a collection of nefarious characters. All right, let's bring in our lifeline. And that I think was a, these were long questions. Yeah, Rocco's a loser. He does this. Do you want to answer that one? No, if you know? I don't know it. I, oh I'm going to need God. her for those two. We've talked about this. This is a Stephen King book, and uh, that that second question that the mm-hmm. movie is based upon. Kathy Bates. Oh, is it is it the Bates Motel, Stephanie? No, it's Misery. You're my friend. I love you. All right. Now let's go to the third one. Don, could you repeat the question? I will for you guys. It's too long of questions. 2015 Tarantino directs Kurt Russell stars in the dead of a Wyoming winter. A bounty hunter and his prisoner find shelter in a cabin currently inhabited by a collection of nefarious characters. Is this the hateful eight? What do you think, Stephanie? Hateful Eight, yep. Yeah, I think so. Okay. All right, I think we're three I'm for gonna three I'm going to give here. Donna extra time, too, to make That's it fine. fair. Okay? That's that totally fair. Not to worry about the time. Uh, all right, they'll go get her. They'll go get Donna. So, Stephanie, where are you calling from today? Wait, wait, wait. wait. The first question. The first one is the great outdoors. I got that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I feel good about that. Um, where are you calling from today? Uh, Savage. Nice. Down south. The dirty Pretty south. Savage. Love yep. that. Wonderful. Uh, okay, well, Donna is coming back. We'll find out what she did during her break. How'd you pass the time, Donna? I got Donna a cup of coffee. Thank you. Nice. That's so nice of you. Oh, oh, you're welcome. Okay, so Donna, here's the deal. 
Rocco's questions were way too long. And so I let Steve answer the last question after the timer. Okay. Okay, so you don't worry about the timer, really? Okay. I'm going to play it anyway, though, for effect. All right, here we go. Once again, movies that take place at a cabin in the woods. Are you ready? Yes. Okay, number one, John Hughes wrote and directed, uh, wrote and produced this 1988 film starring John Candy as a Chicago man who brings his family to go camping with his obnoxious brother-in-law, Dan Aykroyd. Uncle Buck. Question two, 1990, James Caan plays a famous author rescued and then tortured by Kathy Bates, one of his biggest fans. Misery. Question three, a 2015 Tarantino directs Kurt Russell stars. In the dead of Wyoming winter, a bounty hunter and his prisoner find shelter in a cabin currently inhabited by a collection of nefarious characters. I don't know this one. Let me slow down. 2015 Tarantino film, Kurt Russell is in it. In the dead of Wyoming winter, a bounty hunter and his prisoner find shelter in a cabin currently inhabited by a collection of nefarious characters. Don't know it. Okay. If it helps, you didn't know the first one either. Oh, oh man, Steve, that's not nice. I'm sorry. I'm, t- I'm trying to just. Oh, I'm trying to like man. soften the blow. Stephanie. Like, all right. you sure it's you wanna... fine. <laughs> okay, so sorry. the answer for the first one was the Great Outdoors. Dang. I'm so glad because I was going to say Uncle Bark. So okay. I know John Candy had me going there in that timeline, but there and there is a great closing scene when John Candy <laughs> encounters this big bear in his cabin. Mm. I want to watch it again. Oh, it's very funny. All right. Uh, you said Uncle Buck. He said uh, Great Outdoors. The answer was gr- The Great Outdoors. Uh, the James Conn movie with Kathy Bates, That's Misery. You both got it right. Mm. And the third one, Donna, was The Hateful Eight. Oh, never saw it. Yeah. I didn't see that one either. There's a bunch of uh, Tarantino movies I haven't seen. Well, let's let's congratulate Stephanie. Congratulations. Stephanie, good job. Yay, me. Yeah, you. Yeah, sister. Woo! Can I put you on hold and get your info in just a second? Absolutely. And right, my, hold on. my scarf oh. size, I have like a 16-inch neck, so just do with that what wow. you will. Okie dokie. Really? I'm just saying, hey, listen, ask and ye shall receive, you know? Time for a tip. Ooh. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. 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 All right, this is kind of a stupid list. Let's make a list. It's a list of things you probably shouldn't brag about. Okay. Okay. You ready? You ready? Okay. Okay, here we go. Um, Boasting about being a good person. Yeah. Yeah, that's dumb. Don't do that. Right? Don't be like, I'm a good person. I pride myself in my humility. Exactly. Especially That's when you're defending yourself and you're like, I'm a good person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> about how little sleep you get. Oh. About how easily you manipulate manipulate people. About how great you drive drunk. Oh, my. Bragging about money. About how many hours you work. As if only Excellent. working 40 hours is weak. Right, yeah, just because we have um, boundaries. Right. Boasting about your intelligence. Mm. Boasting about getting into fights or winning fights. About never reading books. About going to jail. About how popular you were in high school or how hard you partied. Yeah, easy Uncle Rico from Napoleon Dynamite. 
<laughs> How much you want to bet I can throw this steak over those That's mountains? So funny. About uh, bragging about being cut from a different cloth or built different. I don't know what that means. How about boasting about anything sex related? That's a good rule of thumb. Oh. And about the drugs you've done or the messed up, uh, messed up, messed up. Come on. Messed up <sighs> stuff. Messed up. See, I was trying to yeah. Bragelina that thing. It was the third time that you got it wrong in a row that I got nervous. About the drugs you've done or the messed up stuff you did whilst high. Thanks. I have a way that they could have made that list shorter. Oh, yeah? Don't boast. <laughs> yeah, because all those things feel like, yeah, that would be kind of... Exactly, yeah. exactly. I don't know if I know a lot of braggy people. People who joke about it, sure. But someone who... I don't know if... Like, if I say arrogant, does somebody come to mind? Like, I don't... That you hang out with one of your buddies. You know, you're like, oh, you're I know people who are a little bit of martyrs, you know? Okay, talk about that sort of a... So sort of like mm. they do these things, but then almost they they whine about it later. It's like, well, then don't do it to begin with. Yes. If you're going to whine about it. That's, yeah, that's fair. That's sort of a, that's a Midwestern version of... Is everyone seeing me that I'm doing all of these things? Correct. And I think sometimes when people are that way, yeah, they have an expectation of others to be the same way. And when the other people aren't, they become disappointed. I think a troubling trait is... I've worked with people, look, I've been working for like 18 years or whatever. I have worked with people before who simultaneously do the thing where they um, they will complain about the overworking or whatever the thing is, so much being asked of them. And then when, when, a, when an opportunity comes up and then the boss might say, hey, Pete, Pete, can you do this? I, I know you've got a lot on your plate, but could you do one more thing? And they're like... Yeah, no, it's fine. Yeah, I can do that. And then you even turn and are like, wait, but no, you had said earlier that that wasn't fine. You're at a breaking point. Yeah, no, but it's fine. It's almost like there's this cycle of, no, I want to bring one more thing on so that I can make sure I have a verbal out, an excuse to say, like, look how hard I've been working. And there's a reason that I'm stressed because I take on all the work. Yeah. And, you know, sort of a woe is me. And sometimes when people do that one extra thing more is expected of you than your coworkers because they're like, they don't step up. So if you step up, they expect you to keep stepping up and doing more and more and mm-hmm. more. So let's just keep those expectations low. People are we talking about grant? <laughs> <laughs> I just joined back. I was talking to Stephanie. No, nobody in part in particular. No. I mean, this is like past life kind of stuff. <laughs> I don't know what you said. I just heard someone who steps up more and more and more. The more, and more. you step up, the more that's expected. Oh of yeah, you. I am talking about. Oh, this <laughs> no. is very this is very funny too because you know I just referenced Pete. <laughs> Pete just texted me. Oh, who's Pete? I uh, can't say. But somebody was listening and said, you're talking, you're about, talking me. about me a hundred percent. Oh my God. That's hilarious. Well, I, Listen, you have worked with people who are very diligent, hard workers, 
and they talk about how they're about to break, and then their next, the, the impulse, it's a cycle, right? The impulse is yeah. to continue to take on more. Oh, right? yeah. Because if that. you are an achiever, to say, I can't do any more than this and maintain peak quality of work and stability of mind, et cetera, to the achiever, that reads as weakness. Right. I well, hear right. You're a wise man. Compliment, com- complimentive, complicated. <laughs> Oh my God, it's Friday. Hey, let me tell you something about Stephanie. She has bragging rights, okay, on this show now because I didn't know there was a maximum number of times that you could actually win a contest. She was disqualified to win the t-shirt because she's won this so many times. Oh, oh! I so didn't know there was a thirty. Day, there's a thirty day rule. There's a, no. It's not the thirty day rule. What is it? It's you've won this contest the maximum number of times that you can win it. Oh, I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> yeah, that she's really reached a crazy. goal that nobody else I've never seen before. So not only did she win and then not get awarded a prize, yeah. but I also asked her to make me a free scarf. <laughs> Now I really feel bad. Uh, we got to go to break. Uh, yeah, we but sure the, do. the person oh. that uh, was texting me saying you're talking about me then said, my dad. You- hey, good morning. Welcome back, you guys. Thank you for listening. Donna and Steve at your service on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment's Friday edition of the show. Don McLean hanging out with us. Hey, guys. Hey, Don. Hi. Hey, Don, what are you watching these days? Oh, you really haven't, you know. You've really been Devo. keeping that close to your. I chest. started Dahmer. You did. I can't I did. do it. Can't I do did it because of um, pressure. <laughs> Social I pressure. It. It's number one on Netflix. Yep. I, you know, the shows are talking about it. It's so, uh, and I also love Evan Peters. I think he's excellent. Oh yeah. So I wanted to see if they were. I, I read his dad's book, Dahmer's dad's book. Oh, that's right. You and I wanted that. to know if it was close to the real story, if it was being over-dramatized. And I find mm. so far that it's, it's they're doing a good job. How far into it are you? I finished the second episode. Okay. Yeah, so was I'm it hard to far. watch? Do they show, like, bad stuff? Yeah. But, mm. yeah, they do. It's, I, it's I close sad. my eyes a lot it, it, But when I not watch bad stuff. like that. Like, it's the... The part that's worse is just the pain and suffering that the victims like the acting is unbelievable. Mm. You know, that the victims are what they went through before they were. So it's not necessarily about the gruesomeness yet. There's one thing that I find so disturbing, and that is. First of all, this next door neighbor who keeps calling the cops. Mm. Right. And who's like, hey, man, there's a weird smell coming from your house. And it shouldn't be there anymore because you said you got rid of the whatever it was. Pork chops. Yes. And then on top of that, I know I just followed this story quite a bit. But yeah, I did. too. I know the story that he was with a young man who was probably underage. Yeah. Yeah, 14. And then this next door neighbor like says, hey, I don't think this is this is a baby. This isn't his boyfriend in a consensual relationship. Like there were all these red flags and. Well, they start at the beginning. The the way it starts is the end. How does he get found out? How did they? How did? How did they figure out what Jeffrey Dahmer was up to? uh, Because one of his victims got away. Mm. Was it a male? Yeah. Were they They all all male male. victims? Yeah. 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 So um, that actor is 
Unbelievable that performance uh, and the the part of the dad who is Richard Jenkins. He played. Oh, the I dad. love him. He plays the old. Uh, they have two different great actor. Uh, guys who play Jeffrey Dahmer's dad, the younger and the older version. He plays the older version who has to hear from the cops what his son did. And Richard Jenkins goes from like stifling a sob to just control. They're like, we'll leave you alone in here for about 30 minutes so you can gather yourself after we've just told you all these things. And he goes from sitting there blankly to sobbing to stopping it. And then (sighs) sobbing and stop it. It's like the control. And you can tell it's real. You know, I yeah. mean, you just go, wow, what? You have to draw Con- from emotional someplace. control. But it says a lot about that man. Let me. And can, how he even raised Jeffrey Tomer to not have emotions, really. Was his mom in the picture? Yeah. So their marriage was intact and everything? Mm-hmm. Can I. Okay, I know this is super dark. I'm sorry, Steve. Steve but I just, just want to ask a, a couple of questions because I might have to watch this now. Yeah. During the day. Does did he just kill? Did he kill the victims? Then just he, it's not like he was making a pork chop out of them. And like, what was his process? Process? I mean, like, he did was, he just kind of go? Oh, I wonder what this tastes like. Or mm, was he like just a full on disgusting? Yeah, stuff like yeah, mm, full on, full on. Um, now, uh, another note about the mother. It's Michael Learned from the <gasps> Waltons. Are you kidding yeah, me? Yeah, that plays as the older version of his mom. How old is she? Mm. I loved her. I know. Yeah. Oh. I think okay. they're being respectful about being true to the story. It doesn't seem like they... You don't have to over-dramatize it because it is drama. Got it. And it is grotesque, you know? Okay. But I, I haven't gotten that far because I've been watching a lot of Beverly Hills. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I know, right? And Real Housewives Girls Trip. Oh, I gotta watch that one. Okay, she's eighty three years old. FYI. Um, so, Steve, what do you say? You're going to be watching this? I was paying my Centerpoint energy bill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I get it too. It's it's very 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 disturbing. All right, and Jason actually went further to watch the old interviews with like Stone Phillips yes. and the Inside Edition interviews, and Oprah. Wow, had an interview with the dad. You know, so I think that if you want to watch this and you don't know a lot about it, go back and watch those old interviews with the real Jeffrey Dahmer and the testimony from the young man who basically. Stopped all of it by escaping. What what year did this all happen? I think it's 90s. It's the 90s. Well, the span of crimes was 78 to 91. Okay, yeah. So I just, I was like a junior. And then he got killed in jail, right? Yes. Isn't that how he died? Okay, yeah, he got. Just to show you the, the, the juxtaposition of what was planned. For this segment, okay? This is not made up. <laughs> what was planned oh. was we were going to listen to the new Super Mario Brothers movie trailer. Okay. I really needed to talk to Dawn. Can I'm we sorry. now please cleanse the palette? Wrong choice. Sure. I'm sorry. Let I don't me mean that. Get there. One uh, moment. This, the, the trailer for Mario the yeah, movie. Yeah, 
is here. Chris Pratt is Mario. In it is also Charlie Day as Luigi, Jack Black as Bowser, Anya Taylor-Joy as Princess Peach, and Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. Let's all feel happy. <laughs> well, let's do a little bit of it, you know? Dahmer, aren't you? She's Donna? playing the Dahmer tra- trailer yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah, Bowser looks a little scary. Sorry, I don't know when the. It's a very dramatic audio. beginning here. Uh, what we're seeing is like this these big wide shots of the land of Mario. It looks very dramatic. And we're out of time. The king <laughs> of the Koopas! Comes Bowser, man. Open the gates! That's Jack Black. That's great. I didn't know it was Jack Black. Oh. Attack! Wait, this sounds like intense. Yeah, um, it's like Lord of the Rings. Go, go forward real quick to one thirty. Right, I think we're here. Here's one thirty. Yeah, here's one thirty. Finally found it. Now who's gonna stop me? Here comes Mario. Here he comes. He falls on some like little toadstool things. Okay, listen, I'll be honest, guys. I should have uh, listened to this beforehand. This is super dramatic. In some way, it made me even more depressed. Let's come back and not talk about sadness. Okay, we won't. Sam Mendes is a singing crocodile. Hear that next.